Oh, no one ever thinks about the crew below the decks. They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex. They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. yo ho This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, welcome back to another Gangplank Report. We are talking about Below Deck Adventure Episode 3, which Bravo called Norwegian Tussle, and we are calling NBO'd. And before we do the rapid recap, I wanted to talk about last night which was amazing so jealous it was super fun to be able to watch the episode live with captain carrie and oriana on top of that we have some familiar faces from gangplank report and below deck of various franchises that were there gabby from sailing yacht season three was in the house we had dawn from og season three We had Jamie Syed, who's currently on Below Deck Down Under, and obviously the other two and myself. And we had an absolute blast. Some of us had not met each other before, so meeting for the first time was a lot of fun, and connecting with the fans was a lot of fun. We had a great turnout. I'd absolutely love to thank. So here's this. I have been putting my foot in my mouth with this friend of mine for quite some time and had no idea because she never corrected me. Mm -hmm. I have been calling her Tamara Mm -hmm. the entire time that I have known her. That is not how we pronounce her name. So shame on me. Gypsy chef. Yes. (laughs) You taught me how to say her name. So you made me say her name wrong. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. She was introducing herself to people last night and I was like, wait a second have I been mispronouncing your name our entire friendship? And she said, yes, you have. That is hysterical. Because I even asked you when we had her on, I said, is it Tamara? And you said, it's Tamara. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And I just rolled with it. She's never corrected me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm so sorry, Tamara. We love you. Yep. Yep. So yeah, we had great fan turnout last night. I also had some friends of mine that came out to support. So huge shout out to... Pam, obviously, my friend Samantha and Jeff for coming out to hang out with us. It was an absolute blast. Yeah, I saw the pictures. It looked fun. I was so jealous. I'm glad you had a good time, though. Hopefully we get to do it again. Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. All right. And here is Jen for your rapid recap. After Captain Carey told him to keep an eye on Kyle, Lewis dangles the lead deckhand carrot to Kyle, hoping it will curtail his behavior. 
Oriana's boat contract says second stew, but she only has one stripe and she's confused. Mercury lost starboard engines as it was docking and the pressure was on the deckhands. Nathan missed his throw with the heaving line and Kyle was all over him about it. The guests depart and leave a $20,000 tip and everybody seems very happy. The crew goes for a night out and Oriana totally bagging on Casey's accent is hysterical. Nathan dips out from dinner when he sees Kyle getting trash fish. The next morning, Kyle threatens Nathan because Nathan asked him to flush the toilet. Faye is sticking with the stews being equal for now. Nathan is torn on who to go to and eventually asks Captain Carey if he can switch rooms. Lewis is afraid of being a man down and hopes Kyle can turn the situation around when he talks to Carrie. Kyle tells the truth to Carrie and Cap gives him the option to resign so it doesn't affect his whole career. Lewis thinks it would have gone much better if Nathan had come to him. And Jess, like most of us, knew Kyle would be there for a good time and not a long time. And he is NBO'd. That's your rapid recap. Hey, so before the episode started last night, Carrie came over and talked to us and he was like, I am so excited about this episode because he had already seen it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just wait, you guys are absolutely going to love this. And sure enough, when they aired the part about Kyle getting sent packing, the entire room erupted in whoops and cheers. It was awesome. Yeah, there was a lot of happy Twitter people last night and they really jam packed his gross behavior into one episode there was so much of it that I couldn't even write it all down it was a lot I don't think anybody is sad that he's gone except maybe Lewis which got some mixed reactions last night Hmm. did you get a vibe from anybody there on Lewis's reaction no and I kind of asked Oriana because she was sitting next to me for most of the show who you're still in touch with and she said everybody talks except for Kyle nobody's in touch with him so I thought that was pretty interesting yeah it is to me because Lewis seemed to be kind of bending over backwards and I didn't know if it was because he wasn't there to see it and emotions get tamped down a little bit when you're not present right And if he's already building a relationship with Kyle, that's the only thing that I can think is that he was giving him the benefit of the doubt. But had he been there in both cases with Casey and with Nathan, I don't think there would be as much of a question. Agreed. Maybe I'm giving Lewis the benefit of the doubt here, but a lot of people weren't happy with his reaction because he had said that he would have preferred that Nathan had come to him and they could have sorted it out in a different way. Well, he's probably looking at it from a perspective of, well, crap, now I'm going to be a man down and we're only one charger into this. Right. And I think that's a lot of what it is. I think that he was more worried about the situation that he would be put in because he did see Kyle's experience versus Nathan's and Mike's. We saw that with the docking when they lost the engine. Right. I get it. I wasn't mad about it. I mean, look, in those type of moments, you have to deal with the information that you're given. Right. And try to assess it in the best possible way. And that doesn't mean that that's what everybody would do. But again, a new situation to him and a high pressure situation at that. So I get it. I wasn't mad about it. I think it's easy to Monday morning quarterback, Mm -hmm. you know, especially on Twitter. But I think it speaks volumes to me that the rest of the cast is so close. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that there isn't conflict, 
that happens along the way, but everybody made it to the other side. And that was good to know. And we are only one charter in. So relationships are all kind of new and nobody really knows anything about anybody at this point. Right. And we do know that Nathan dipped out early on the dinner. So they didn't even have very much bonding time with him. I understand why he dipped out. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. All of his experience that he had had with Kyle up to that point had been aggressive and negative. So seeing the guy get trash fish, I wouldn't have wanted to be around it either. Correct. We put the plane ticket before the boat for a second. Overall with the guests, I really kind of like them. And one thing I really liked, we are seeing a completely different captaining style with Captain Carey when it comes to the guests. He's very gregarious and engaged with them. It's not just a stiff handshake when you leave. It's not just one dinner. He really did have a rapport with them and had little inside jokes. He called the one guest his little daredevil because she did the caving. I just like his gregarious attitude towards them. I think it makes for a whole different feel. It's not as separate as it's been in the other seasons, you know, where you have the crew interaction and the captain is just kind of the face of the boat. He really seems to be part of the experience. I agree. He's a good one. I think we'll keep him. Yeah, agreed. He's getting a lot of good reaction on Twitter. I'm happy. I'm happy because we like the guy. So second to Nathan, the next most discussed thing about the show on Twitter last night was Casey's accent. Did Oriana have any commentary while you guys were there? (laughs) We chatted about it very briefly in between all of the commercials as the show was airing, there were fans that were coming up and taking pictures and interacting. So we didn't have a lot of time to like do summaries on things. Break down what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we were interacting. It was absolutely a, a ton of fun. I have to say Carrie is making it a mission to make sure that he does one of these viewing parties every week, as much as he is able, given his actual day job, he has a management company for yachts. So he keeps himself busy, but plan is to do these viewing parties in as much as he is able. And they're not always going to be in South Florida. So spoiler alert, he's going to be traveling. But yeah, we didn't have a lot of time to go over things. It was just little tidbits here and there. Yeah. But yeah, we were all kind of just laughing at that. But still my favorite moment was when Kyle was finally sent packing and the entire room just erupted with cheers. Yeah. And applause. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people online were comparing her to, and you don't watch The Real Housewives, so you don't know, but Dorit from Beverly Hills, people who watch will understand the comparison because she's from Connecticut and kind of puts on a British accent. And she has that woman of the world, person of the world (laughs) kind of accent, but Oriana had me cracking up with. (laughs) It's kind of sketched that three years ago, you didn't have an accent at all. too funny I'll have to ask her about it what do you think we had talked last week about your boat contract saying what position you were and it did come up this week on the show that Oriana was contracted to be second stew right and she's only first stew Faye's sticking to her guns on that do you think that it's because of her past experience with knowing that a resume doesn't always match? Or do you think it's because Oriana was down the first day and Casey got a chance to make a good impression? It could be a combination of both. 
I think we'll definitely see the cream rise to the top on this one. Mm-hmm. At this point, for as far as Faye's concerned, she's still trying to figure these girls out and figure out what their strengths are. And I think, again, as we talked about before, that this has a little bit to do with production manipulation. Okay. Because normally when you step on foot a boat, you know what position you are. It's not in question. Right. And maybe what they've figured out is that this adds a certain element of drama to things when they do that. Because we've seen them do it now in a handful of seasons back to back. So I think, one, it gives an opportunity to the department heads to show what their leadership style is and how they assess things. And that's relatable. And I think that it also gives production what they need to make things a little more interesting. Yeah, hopefully it gets sorted out. I'm trying to look at it from if it were me. And if it were me and I had been this person's chief before, I would have a hard time working laterally against that person. Especially since she did note that she knows all of Casey's weaknesses. You know what I mean? Right. So that might be a tough road to hoe. Hopefully it's not super bumpy, but just bumpy enough to make drama for us to talk about. Yeah. That night out, we got to know people a little better. We got a few flashbacks, but the episode was really Kyle-centric, I think, just because he was going Mm -hmm. and they're trying to get his full story in. I could have done without the butt naked night vision photos in the room and without seeing the flash as he's laying back taking nude pictures for Tinder. I don't need to see D pics, Bravo. Let's just mark that down and let's edit that out in the future. Okay. You think, <laughs> you think they'll listen to me? <laughs> that was just so gross to me. I don't know. Uh, a little TMI. <laughs> yes. Everyone keep your vitamin D to yourself. Yes. <laughs> we don't need to see it on national television. <laughs> The other thing that we didn't talk about earlier when we were talking about Nathan struggling with who he was going to tell this to, whether it be to Lewis, because I think he thought Lewis might be too soft about it. I think Lewis proved him right when he said in an aside that he wishes that Nathan had come to him, that they could have sorted it out a different way. Again, I think that's because he didn't want to lose a man before the second charter even. Right. But also people were commenting online that it was very strange that Lewis made a point of everybody going to tell Kyle bye. And they were all checking on the guy who did something wrong. Admittedly, they don't know everything he did because Lewis was saving it for Captain Carey to tell them as a whole. But considering the history of the past few seasons, it did make for a strange experience for them to be checking on the aggressor and nobody checking in with Nathan to see if he was okay. I agree. It's a little bizarre. Yeah, it was very strange. Hopefully they make up for it when they learn the whole story. Next week, they'll be more kind to Nathan. But that was very strange to me. But we'll see. Once they know the backstory, it will all make sense, hopefully, and they will act appropriately. But a lot of people were very happy that Carrie is so decisive and didn't mess around. He was a no BS kind of captain and they're digging that. I think it's a good balance. I agree. He runs a tight ship, but he doesn't take any ish. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been better if I had rhymed it, but y'all know I can't. I can't do that. (laughs) I like that he doesn't take any Joe Torres. Yes, he doesn't take any Joe Torres. There. Thank you for saving me, girl. You're welcome. 
And my Joe Torres of the week is obviously Kyle. Yeah, yeah, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> I don't know which Kyle, Rodeo Clown Kyle, D-Pick <laughs> Kyle, not flushing his business Kyle, all of them. All of them get the award. Yeah. Okay, well, next week they're struggling with being down a man, but it looks like Jess gets a burn, which is never fun. And as a chef, I'm sure you've been there a ton. I know Kelsey, my daughter, has been through it a ton. Hazard. It is. <laughs> I get Snapchats from her all the time. Like, look what I did today. It's like, ovens are hot. Stop it. <laughs> so hopefully she can get through that. But we also have a group of guests who want to pray before they get on the tender and then are playing grab butt with Nathan, <laughs> which his comment that one minute they're so holy and the next they're so hoey was hysterical. <laughs> I'm excited for this next episode. Yeah, we will see how that all turns out. I want to let you go because you are driving. You are such a trooper to make sure you get in, get your opinions, even though you bagged on me <laughs> on the finale for med. That was totally understandable and worth it. <laughs> Wait, I will make that up to you for the reunion, I promise. Oh, gosh. Do we have to do I might make you do the reunion by yourself because <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> On the upside, Natasha doesn't show up. Spoiler alert. So yes. We don't, yes. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Apparently she sends in like a video statement and a written statement. Even Reagan showed up, but Jason didn't show up, did he? I don't remember seeing no. pictures of him either. So no. that surprised me because he was there for half a season and Elena shows up and she was only there for two episodes. So very weird, very strange, but we will see how that goes. Also coming up next Monday is the premiere of OG. And what we are going to do, we're not going to be covering it full recap style because we're covering Below Deck Adventure and we want to give the new guys a shot. But we have our friend, Kathy Gilmore, the Gilmore girl. Yay! M-O-U-R -O for the litigious out there. She is going to be covering that with us. And we will have the OG with KG on our Below Deck Adventure pod. So be sure to check that out. It will be integrated in the pod that comes out Thursday next week. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you. And we will catch you next week for the finale finale, the reunion of Below Deck Med. That will drop on Tuesday. And we will see you then. Bye, everybody. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me hearties.